welcome to the Super Nerdcasters. I am your host. What was that? I am your host, Jake Z Great. And join with me always is Nick, wait for it, and Ezra Kazuhira. Hello. How you doing? Ah, Today's topic, we're going to be talking about, like, hyped moments in life. Like, movies, video games, something you were, you you know, you were really, really excited for. Like, when you were a kid and you're like, man, the new Pokemon game's going to come out. Or Nick was like, Star Wars! And you, like, accidentally released a turd. Stuff like that. Um, It wasn't accidental, I promise. (laughs) But, uh, and then we'll, we'll jump into, like, like the whole like worldwide hypes you know like when endgame came out or that new star wars movie came out or whatever yeah it's just super extremely hype things or video game that you really when grand theft auto 5 was released i don't know we'll save it we'll figure it out but before we get into it nick ezra how was your week it was swagadoochus yeah. I, got a pup. I know I can hear it barking in the background. It's an Actually, evil beast. You better put a muzzle on it. You best put a muzzle on your missus. For oh. I'll teach you how we handle disrespect down in Texas. We're going right at it. Right away. ERB. Right away. <laughs> getting it. No time. Yeah, getting it out of the way. <laughs> Nick, how's your week been? Oh man, chaotic. Really? I've I've spent more time playing D and D this week than I've spent at work and breathing. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Basically, I had uh, I had you on Friday. I had you on Monday. So two big games. You know, you Friday, you Monday, and then on Friday and saturday and monday i again had three back-to-back sessions wow i was getting everybody set up you know we're starting a new thing so i was getting everybody's characters down i was teaching a couple of new people and i just jam-packed busy with with uh, star wars and um built a couple of new commander decks as i do every week change it up for everybody and oh man Ah uh, man. Now my week since last podcast has been pretty good. Now last week we had a special guest. And <laughs> funny thing was is like we uh we weren't on talking terms for a good four or five days. I forget how long. But like it was like the day after the podcast we, we weren't on talking terms. Um but we're good now. Things are good. Uh just you know inconvenient things happened basically i invited him to something way too early or way too late and advanced and it just didn't work out he got mad and i got mad and yeah you know things happen when you're best friends with somebody for so long um work wise been good today i got yelled at because the christmas decorations are being put up at target instead of um like we're getting rid of our halloween display and our christmas display is coming up and i got yelled at 
from some old lady because she thought I was in charge of the Christmas display. Like she, I was, you know, minding my own business. I was stocking some cliff bars. I was stocking some uh, Nature Valley bars. I was stocking some uh, no, 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 uh, no sponsors here, but I was stocking some, uh, uh, what are those other ones called? Mm. Anyways, I was stocking health bars, you know, and, and some peanuts, some, some nuts. Some what? I was stocking some nuts, and this lady just, like, walks into my aisle, and she's like, Why did you put up the Christmas decorations already? Like, I'm like, uh, do I look like I'm in charge of the Christmas decorations? She's like, yeah, you're standing right next to it! Because at my Target, the peanut and health bar aisle is located two aisles away from the seasonal display. So, I guess she thought I was in charge. I mean, I just wear a regular red t-shirt and some blue jeans. I don't even look like I'm wearing a manager outfit. But then again, at Target, everybody wears a red shirt and blue jeans. Everybody wears red shirts and blue jeans. Um, so that was fun. Uh, other than that, you know, work's been the same. And I'm enjoying what I do. I stock shelves. I no longer cashier because that was a pain. That made me want to rip my head off and roll it down the aisles like a bowling ball. <laughs> but I didn't because I think I would be dead if I did that and we don't want that nobody wants that and yeah anything new with you Ezra besides your dog or is your life just the same old Ezra samey same same uh, the puppy has been a big chunk of this week that's good what's your name would you name it her him uh, she is Noel. Noel. Named her after the deer from the reindeer from Deltarune because she's because she's brown. Is that a euphemism for something? No. Dang. She's brown, and she's she was nice when I got her, but now she is an evil beast. Also, my grandparents went to go see Venom Two today. <laughs> So. I'm glad we got a one. I know. I actually went out and bought um, Zombieland and Zombieland 2. But I just couldn't get enough of... Uh, what's his face? Tom Hardy? No, no. Um, Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson, yeah. Good. Woody Harrelson. He's a good actor. He plays a serial killer. Yup. Yup. Yep. Speaking of horror movies... Uh, Halloween Kills came out, and I've heard nothing but bad things about it. So, oh really? I even I even went out of my way to watch the pitch meeting without even seeing the movie, and just by watching the pitch meeting, it sounded horrible. For those who don't know, the guy named Ryan George works for uh, Screen Rant, and they do a series of videos called pitch meetings, where essentially the guy Ryan George plays both the producer of the company and the writer for the movie and he goes and talks about the plot of the movie while also making cracking jokes and making fun about the movies and he does all movies so it's not like a 
not like a um, biased thing for this movie sucked and this movie sucked and he does all movies even if it was an incredibly good movie he still does it he's non-biased I like it yeah I know Screen Rant's great a couple of episodes. me and you've had some laughs on it I know it's funny I can't stop watching the guy she's like so you've got a movie for me <laughs> he's like yes sir I do uh, it's great Go watch it. Go check him out. And tell him we sent you. The Super Nerdcasters. We sent you. And maybe... One of us. Maybe he'll uh, flip a coin and join our podcast someday. I don't know. We'll get some big guest stars. That'd be cool. That would be hype. That would be hype. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So, speaking of... uh, yeah, so that's a nice little segue into our topic today. Hype things, hyped whatever. Um, anyone want to start off? Anybody got stories of what they were really hyped about back in the day? Want to start a conversation? Anyone? Mm-hmm. Well, I like what you said about uh, GTA Five. I remember I pre-ordered GTA Five, and it's one of the few games that I still play to this day that I pre-ordered. Yeah. I think I've pre-ordered maybe two other games and none of them I've played longer than I think it so Star Wars Battlefront 2 would be one of them, the new one. And I pre-ordered um Far Cry 5. Neither of those I still play other than <laughs> 5. I mean I I'll still jump back into Grand Theft Auto 5 every once in a while. It's just one of yeah. those games. I just just going into the topic of the game itself, um, I think the story is one of the, and this this even goes above movies too. I think I think the story is like one of the best stories written out there. Just it's so funny. It's so funny. I I go back and just play story mode all the way through. Like I don't care. It'll take me like four hours to do, five hours, whatever, whatever how long it takes you to play Grand Theft Auto. Um, I'll just play the whole game all the way through, and. Just, just for the story, just to watch the movie again, because it's it's so <laughs> good. I don't know how often. I, love the... I was just. Oh, say... I watch the actors and stuff. The individual guys, they like their reactions to certain stuff, certain fan art reactions, um, them talking to other people, going to interviews and stuff. Like I watch Michael, I watch Franklin's character, I watch uh, Lamar's character. Yeah. They all really like GTA. And I love I love actors and actresses that are nerds about themselves, you know. Oh, I know. The they play, like uh, like Amelia Clark. You know, she really has a big old crush on um, Matt LeBlanc, who plays uh, Joey in Friends. Um, That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you know, like Amelia Clark really loves Game of Thrones and Star Wars. She's a nerd. Um, the guy who plays Superman, I forget his name. He's like a World of Warcraft nerd, like on his day off, plays D and D, like dope. more than I do. That's it's dope. crazy. Yeah, I follow um, I follow Ned Luke on Instagram, the guy who played Michael, and he'll like, he'll post his you know, ninety inch flat screen TV, and his big setup because you know he's rich, made the best game in the world. Um, and he'll he'll be playing it. <laughs> I, I watched like one of his interviews, and he said like, 
he'll sometimes go online and just like get into some random online player's car and start talking and they're like what <laughs> what <laughs> that's funny yeah Ezra, what about you any any hyped things from your life uh a lot of my hype moments come down to like video game reveals, characters in video games, um, like Smash. I I follow like a lot of the fighting games that come out, like sort of from a distance, most of them honestly. Which, um, you just sent me um, you just sent me something earlier today about uh, Warner Bash Mother's roster. War is it called Warner Bash Mothers? No, no, it's not called Warner Bash Mothers. Oh, then why did you oh. send that? Because it was a joke. Oh, what's it called then? Um, from my understanding, it's called like uh, it might be like Warner Brothers Multiverse. Oh, I have heard of that. Okay, I am well aware of what that's called. Or what? Well, yeah. What? How? I don't know. But for some reason, how are you aware of that? But you had no idea of any of the anything else. Well, once you sent me that image, the character art, like the way that their art styled. Here, I'm gonna send it to uh, the whole the group chat so Nick can see it too. But the, the way that the characters look, it honestly looked familiar. Like I, I've seen that before. I don't know where, when, how, but I know I've seen it before. Uh, I think it was just something that I, you know, like very recently. I don't know, but it's like it's something that you just like browse over while you're browsing the internet. You just like pass it. You don't acknowledge it. You just go, oh look, that looks cool. Especially uh, seeing Shaggy with like the Adventure Time characters. Mm-hmm. That looks very familiar. And Rick and Morty being there too so it looks like it's obviously you know warner brothers stuff um and tom and jerry and you got the looney tunes and you got dc um and is that gandalf yeah that's gandalf yeah. followed by uh the thing from steven universe i like that there's cartoon network stuff in there so that makes me wonder if y you or you mentioned earlier ben's gonna be in it and if uh the regular show characters will be in it because that would be nice i would definitely and play as warner brothers actually owns like a ton of properties too like not just like excluding just dc and cartoon network and like Hanna barbera they've got like dozens of movies and games to pull from well did you watch space jams 2 mm -hmm. well no actually but I'm aware of it. Yeah, so you know what they're capable of owning. That would be cool if, like, King Kong was a stage or something. Or the Iron Giant. I could see him being on the background of a stage. I don't see, like, him being a stage himself. That's, I, I, meant, I meant as a background. I didn't mean, like, as a physical stage. Like... Why would, why would you make a living being the stage like there's so much that they could have like uh one character i saw mentioned as like a possible dlc 
uh, at one point, I, I saw, like, the protagonist of the Shadow of Mordor games. Ooh. So you think... I think this new Smash game clone will kind of pass... Platform fighter. I think it will pass Super Smash Bros. in... I... Nah. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, it could be, like, the Nickelodeon one, where it sucks. I mean... <laughs> It doesn't suck, but it's not great. Like it, it. There's a lot of work that needs to be done to make it a better platform. I think nothing hurts a game's chances more than being called a blank killer, because Yokai Watch got called a Pokemon killer, and it stopped being released in the West altogether. Um. There you go. There you have it, folks. Temtem. That's another one that was labeled a Pokemon killer and then became super niche. I like, downloaded it, and when I... Okay, so here's my story with Temtem. I downloaded it because I think it was free. I don't remember how I got it, but I downloaded it. I got it. I own it. I own Temtem. And I tried to play it, and it was like server error. So I, I logged out, waited a couple hours, logged back in, server error. I'm like, ah, I'm never going to play this game. And I haven't played it since. But yeah, that's another one that was like that was called a pokemon killer and it was it was people stopped talking about it within a month i'm not saying that this warner brothers thing is going to be a smash bros killer but i feel like it's going to be up there with it just because it's got a wide variety of what they can do with it and it's a lot of things that people will eat and consume that nintendo can't because they're babies no i'm just kidding they're not babies. Nintendo's great. I love you, Nintendo. That is true. Warner Brothers does have access to the properties that could make it, like, one of the big, like, hype-drawing games. Yeah. I mean, if they, you know, blew up with Ready Player One and, um... I just said the title of the movie. Uh, Space Jam 2, New Legacy. If they blew up with those, they can blow up with a game. Like, we could get Neo. We yeah, get everybody. Get... Everybody. Just say everybody. The whole... Yeah, we can just get everybody. The whole cast and crew. The whole cast Osmosis and crew. Jones, gimme. Yeah, exactly. Nick, anything you want to add? No, I have no idea about anything Smash related. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, The only thing I like to smash is cards on the table to send them to the Shadow Realm. You got, got any... Em. You got any hype news for any card games, Nick? I'll let you have the floor for a little bit since Ezra and I took over. No, it's all good. Um, you know, I'm extremely hyped for, for Magic the Gathering uh, to come out with their Commander Collection Black. I'm a super huge Black player when it comes to um, Commander and other miscellaneous formats. My favorite you know, everything that I need is all in the one color. Um, I I I haven't really kept uh, kept up with the new Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Um, Pokemon. I'm super excited for my playgroup to advance their um, Pokemon position and um, all around. When it comes to TCG right now, um, stuff won't start appearing till closer to Christmas because that's when everybody starts to sell stuff. And uh, I guess there's uh, news about Pokemon here for the TCG. I guess there's this new type type coming out called 
uh, was it called V Star? Oh, that they released. They released an image for Arceus V Star. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Real I'm not 100. I'm not 100 familiar with it. It looks like it's gonna be similar to V, kind of similar to GX in a way. Ooh. It's gonna be like a V Max, but without the of evolution Ooh. of V Max. Okay, I see it. Interesting. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh has been real stale with me. I've I've pretty much had the same deck since 2015. Um, and yeah, Magic. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff coming out. Kamigawa, um, 4,000 years in the future or whatever. That's coming out. I'm excited for uh, that. That's gonna be so so cool. The future of Magic: The Gathering, if you like. <laughs> and I mean. Yeah, it's that's gonna be a fun. That's gonna be hits all thing. Hamagawa was very spirit tribal, and I always liked the spirits. Um, Matter Collection Black, like I said, very powerful reprints coming in that. Speaking of um, Pokemon, that's that's gonna be something that's coming out. Um, I'm just gonna open the floor real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take over real quick for a second and just talk about Pokemon. Because uh, I know you guys love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when I grew up, wh the, the games that are coming out is based off of a generation that I say I grew up with. Uh, yes, when I you know, was a kid, I was handed a Game Boy Advanced SP with a copy of Pokemon Fire Red. And then I moved my way over to the uh, Hoenn region with Emerald. But... I think the first, like, Pokemon game, I mean, I, I was like five or six when I played those, so I kind of, you know, played them, but didn't really, like, learn anything, but I think the game that I played the most was Pearl. Um, I actually ended up completing the National Pokedex in Pearl, and then lost all of my Pokemon to a game that was released on the Wii called My Pokemon Ranch. Rip all 493 Pokemon. You will forever be Ooh. lost on My Pokemon Ranch on an SD card that I secretly store inside of a locked chest because I will never get that Wii fixed ever. So, I completed the National Pokédex. If I if I load up my uh my Pokémon Pearl to the DS, I can show you. Um but none of the Pokémon exist in the game because it was one of those games where you transferred your Pokémon from Pearl over to my Pokémon Ranch. Like you physically moved their their bodies over to my Pokemon Ranch and you could you could you could transfer them back but my Wii broke and so they're stuck on that game forever and they're no they're not on Pearl anymore but the decks is still complete so but anyways new release uh, the remakes which I've been forever long and I think Ezra can say the same I've uh, been waiting for for a very very long time because when they released the remakes, it was supposed to be like every 10 years or like the 10 years since the game came out. But they kind of stopped that when it came to Generation 3. They kind of broke the the uh, pattern. And so I, I was like, well, Generation 4, if they're breaking the pattern, we're not going to see it in 2017. And here it is nearly 2022 and it's just going to be coming out. But it's about time that it's come out. And I'm gonna say that I'm really, really excited for to see. I'm I'm a little disappointed 
because they're doing this whole like for some reason nintendo's like hey let's do a remake but let's make it a chibi art style because you know the game when it was pixelated when it was a sprite game it looked like that so let's make the sprites actual 3d models of i don't know they did it with the legend of zelda game Link's awaken or whatever and now they're doing it with pokemon i'm not a huge fan of that but still like i'll i'll pass over it was like with let's go i wasn't a fan of the art of like the style of let's go but i still enjoyed it it was still fun and i know i'm gonna enjoy the diamond and pearl remakes but what i'm most excited for that's coming out that's coming out in 2022 in january it is the legend of or it's pokemon legends arceus and um it takes it takes place like how long ago would you say ezra like a thousand years oh uh maybe a thousand or so maybe like 500 yeah way before the events of any of the pokemon games way before you were even born and it's like it's the it's the Sinnoh region but it was before the Sinnoh region became the Sinnoh region so it's called Hisui or Hisue or whatever you want to pronounce it um yeah and there's new forms there's new evolutions Ezra did you see the Zora and Zorark form that they released you must be real happy yeah Zora is my favorite Pokemon of Gen 5 and I'm I I I kind of peed my pants when I saw the video release because they did like a research video and the first research video was all staticky and you couldn't hear anything and then like a week later they're like oh we restored it and it was fresh and crisp and but also it's kind of like upsetting because Zoro and Zoroark are such like lovable Pokemon and the backstory for Hisui and Zoro and Zoroark is I hate people so much I'm gonna become a ghost of hating people yeah I, I i will say that's kind of messed up i don't know but yeah i'm really hyped for um for the new pokemon games to come out i think that's the most exciting thing uh recently i was kind of hyped a little bit until i like the realization hit me i was hyped for the nintendo 64 games being released on switch i was hyped for that for a little bit and then i was like it's just emulators it really is and it's not as fun. Uh, I think it's cool having Ocarina of Time on the Switch now. I, that's pretty cool. It's not. It won't live up to having Ocarina of Time on the 3DS because it was fully remastered and beautiful graphics. But it is what it is. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit. I think they should have remastered the 3DS version for Switch. Not necessarily call it 3D, but you know, Switch D or something like that. I don't know. That's just me. Um. Moving away from video games, I know we talked about video games and card games. Let's uh, let's get into movies. Um, now we all know one movie. I think when I when when I pull up movies, one comes to mind. That's coming out December. And by the way, both of you take that off of work because we're gonna go see it. And that movie is Spider-Man: No Way Home. So who's excited for that? I'm down to see it. I just I have to see the first ones first. You haven't seen any of the two. All the way through. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna. I, I just need to binge them. Yeah, I'm gonna let you borrow it. We could have a marathon if you want. Like we, I bring them both over. Well, Jacob has the one, 
but I'll bring the other one over and we could just like watch them first like watch them both maybe tomorrow or I mean Saturday, Friday whatever if we have time we have plenty of time yeah um Ezra what about you what are you hyped for are are you hyped for spider-man or what like what is your I, I despise Marvel why go ahead rant do it um I just hate how Marvel are you saying you despise Marvel as a joke I think I just caught on to that. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were serious, but I know you now. You're not serious. That's correct. So, I assume you don't despise Marvel at nah. all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna let you go and like come up with a valid reason, just make it up on the spot, <laughs> but it was way too bad. You're really bad at coming up with things on the spot. So, just so you know. Um, anybody else want to add things that they're hyped about? Movie-wise, um, there's nothing, like, new that I've seen yet that I'm really, like, excited for. I guess I haven't really seen the commercials for a lot of stuff. Um, other than, uh, yep, no, I'm not sure. But I remember back in the day, um, this is a long time ago. At this point, when uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith came out, and I went and saw that for my birthday in the theaters, so, and um, that was the most beautiful moment in my entire life. I have a funny story about Revenge of the Sith when I went to go see it in the theaters. I was a kid, okay? I don't remember how old I was. I was little. I went to go see it with my mom and dad. I was enjoying it. I was like, "Yeah, this is great. This is great." Then they get to Mustafar, right? And they're about to fight. They're about to duel. And my, my, my dear sweet mother, God bless her. I love her. She's great. She decides to put her hand over my eyes during most of the fight scene. And I'm like, can you move your hand? I'm like, little kid me. I'm like, I'm trying to watch this. But she did not want me to see the violence. She didn't want me to see Anakin getting burned up. She didn't want, to see, want me to see any of that. So she was like, holding her hand over my eyes. I'm like, this is... We're not doing this. I'm watching this movie right now. It's it's great. <laughs> so that was my interesting experience with seeing Revenge of the Sith in the theaters. That was the only Star Wars movie until they released the sequels that I saw in the theater. And it's too young to see the other ones. Uh, actually, one of them came out before I was even born. And the other one came out when I was tiny. And then I was, you know, a little tiny, less tiny when the third one came out and now I'm I think you were also too tiny for all of the other three I think I was non-existent if that's what you want to say think I think don't quote me on it though I don't know I, I might have been old enough to see the original three Star Wars back in the 70s and 80s maybe I'm definitely 493 years old ha reference <laughs> is the reference the size of the Sinnoh Pokedex? Yeah, exactly. Whoa. It's so hard to think of a time when the Sinnoh Pokedex was ever 492 before Arceus's event. 492 just sounds like a weird number now. Yeah. 
It also is hard to think of a time when Pokemon was just 150 before they release Mew. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not hard for me, that's for sure. I mean, it is in, it is in the Poker app. Yep. There's 150, because Mew didn't exist back in the Poker app. I mean, then again, it is at least 150 or more to see. Yeah, but I think they were referencing more generations to come. I don't know. It's hard to tell. All I know is that uh, College Humor did like the 800 or 600 and something Pokemon Poke Rap. <laughs> oh, it goes to Gen 7, so I believe that would be uh, like 800. 700. Uh, 790 something, I think. Yeah. Because Gen 7, Gen 8 are both really tiny. Oh no! If it was Gen 7, yeah, it would be like 802, because I think Meltan is 803. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Melmetal is 804. So yeah, you're right. It was like 800 something. But 7 and 8 aren't nearly as bad as 6 when it comes to size, at least. 6 is the biggest generation. No. Oh, no, it's not. It's the second biggest, because it's like. No, only, it is not. It's only like 130. 6 is like. Seven, no, my like bad. Seven, I'm talking about. I'm thinking of five. Oh man, I'm thinking of five. Five is. I think. I think six is like seventy-one. Yeah, six is tiny in comparison to the rest. Gen five. I think Gen five is the biggest. Or is one still the biggest? Seventy-two in Gen six. So, I don't know how to fix this problem, and maybe anyone listening can share it on the subreddit. But every time I Google search something on Chrome, it'll load a blank white screen, and I'll have to click refresh like a hundred times until the search actually appears. Does anybody know? You, Ezra, or Nick? Anybody know? Or is it just. I, I have no idea. I don't know what it is. It, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens, and it's frustrating because it's like I just want to search something, and I have to click refresh like twenty times until it finally features 156 fictional species of creatures introduced in the core video game series in the 2010 Nintendo DS games Black and White. So 156. And Pokemon Generation One was 151. Generation 2 is 100. Generation 3 is 135. Yeah, so it is the biggest. Yep. Yep. And then 7 and 8 are the second and third smallest. Yeah, so 72 followed by 88 followed by 91. That's sad. They're running out of ideas. That means Generation 9 is going to have like 2,000 Pokemon. Just be careful. I mean, to be fair... I'd say Sword and Shield kind of has a pass for its small number of new Pokemon, considering the amount of forms that they add. Yeah. Which, I'm still, um, even though the game is that old, I'm still getting used to forms. I don't know, it was great when Alola did it, and then Galar's like, hey, let's do it too. I mean, there's the, Gal there's the Galarian forms... And then there's the Gigantamaxes. Yeah. And then there's the Ultra Beast 2.0. TP Rolla. 
<laughs> Did I ever show you that Pokemon I drew, Nick? I made a Pokemon with a bunch of toilet paper rolls on top of each other, and I called them TP Rolla. Yeah, you, you did one. <laughs> I think that was like the best Pokemon design ever. Um, ah, we're, we're, we're drifting away from our topic. Um, let's talk about like past hype things. I know we, we covered pre like current hype things. Let's talk about like the past hype things. Um, one that comes to mind right away. You know, back in 2019, after Big Purple Grimace Man collect his rock collection, completed his rock collection, and then he just simply went with his finger, and everybody turned to dust. There was a sequel to that that came out that everybody cried over, everybody pooped their pants over. I think it was called Avengers Beginning. You know, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> everybody liked it. That was a fun movie to go see i saw it opening night with brandon um fun fact i was still working at our old kroger store well the one you still work at but i was still working at it ezra and i had one of those uh 5 a.m shifts like the next day and the showing was at midnight and brandon's like you want to go and i'm like i cannot not go because if i don't go on opening night as soon as i open up my phone there's gonna be spoilers so i had to go so I decided to sleep during the day and pull like a overnight kind of thing. I slept during the day and then woke up at around, hmm, I don't know. It's like, I think it was at like 10 because Brandon came to pick me up. I didn't have a car at the time. So Brandon had to come pick me up. It was like around, I woke up around 10, took a quick shower. Uh, and then he picked me up and we went to the movie theater, saw it at midnight after the movie, went to go get breakfast at IHOP and then, uh, went to work so that was fun that was uh that was pretty fun movie was great i've seen it for the first time i like i don't know i'm a, i'm a huge fan of like live crowd interactions like i know when you go see a movie you want to be quiet because you know you want to pretend that you're the only one there you don't want other people there but i guess it's a different kind of interaction when it's like a whole crowd and you're all seeing the movie for the very first time and you're all reacting at the same time so it's like i think I, I, it was a special moment to me because like you know the whole scene and if you haven't seen endgame you, what are you doing with your life go see it because i'm about to spoil the crap out of it it's been three years go see the movie for christ's sake pause this podcast go see the dang three and a half hour movie and then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast but um what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Avengers Endgame. Um, there was a, a scene where you know he's like on your left, and all the portals open. I remember the whole whole theater. Everybody stood up. Everybody started clapping. We were cheering. We were like, "Yeah!" It was great. It was a good time. Sanchez came out. Sanchez. Yes, and Bugs Bunny came out, and so did Grimace from McDonald's. Yep, he snapped his watermelon collection fingers that was a good movie though i thought it was pretty cool uh i think that was like the biggest hype moment one thing i'm gonna start a whole uh controversial war right now everybody on twitter is gonna scream at me one thing i don't understand i mean i get it's a big movie and i get it's gonna be cool but one thing i don't understand is why is spider-man 
No Way Home a bigger hype than Endgame? Uh, why? Is it because there's going to be six, seven villains in the movie? Is it because there's possibly going to be three different Spider-Men in the movie? What, what makes it the big hype? And who confirmed that there is going to be three Spider-Men? Why is everybody like hung on this idea that it's going to happen? I don't know. Because the involvement of all three Spider-Man actors got leaked way, way in advance. I, I know, way too early. And then Sony's like, it's not happening. And then everybody's like, oh yeah, it is. It has to. Otherwise, we're going to not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, I mean, uh, Matt Pat said it best. The, the trailer came out and on... And within 24 hours, it made more views than the first Endgame trailer. So, wow, yeah, it's more hyped than Endgame. Uh, but he's gonna say it's the best Marvel movie of all time. But it was like, remember Endgame? Question mark? Or are we forgetting that? <laughs> I think, I think the other thing too about it is like Endgame was the end of a series, while Far from, while No Way Home is arguably the beginning of a series. So. Who knows? Um, who knows? Something I'd say. Say it. <laughs> um, something I would say about the hype difference between Endgame and No Way Home is it's not just a matter of people being more hyped for No Way Home than they were for Endgame. I would say hype culture has grown since then. I guess that's, that's I, true. yeah, that's fair. Like over over the course of a while, I would say hype culture and like riding hype trains, so to speak, has become more and more like the norm over time. And now it's to the point where like every average Joe schmo is riding hype trains. <laughs> I think I'm, you know, sadly to admit, I think I'm getting off that hype train at some point. Because uh, we, we've been in the hype train game since we were kids. Like that was, because that's what being a true nerd is. I think people do it now because it's part of a trend. Everything's all trends these days. You know, people are doing it because it's a trend. So if they're doing it, I gotta do it. If they're jumping off the bridge, I gotta jump off the bridge, you know? It's, it's like that. It's like what your moms and what your grandparents told you not to do, they're doing. Because, you know, when you were a kid, you probably had it. I know I had it. My grandparents, my mom, my dad, they all, they all say it. You guys had it. You probably had it. Where you're like, you did something, and they're like, why? And you're like, because oh, Ezra's doing it. And they're like, well, if Ezra jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? And I know it's a whole, that's a whole different experience. Like, that's stupid. But if you, like, drank a soda that you never drank before because Ezra drank the soda, that's a whole different, a whole different thing. But I know your grandparents are trying to say. I know what your moms are trying to say. Uh, I get it. But now it's like, that doesn't exist because everybody will do it. Everybody will jump off the bridge because everybody else is. Because it's 2021. Everybody's following some kind of some kind of trend because they want to be cool they want to be recognized 
I mean, it, it, that that all started when TikTok came out. Let's be let's be real here. But back to the hype train. Since we were nerds, you know, the hype train was our life. That was that was our ride. That was our free ride down whatever. And now that we're getting older, you know, things are getting lame. But there's also good things that are coming out. And it's like, well, we've been there. We've done that. We've done the whole hype train thing. We're about to get off. Things will... We're getting to the point in our lives where if something comes out, we'll just go, yeah, that was cool. All right, next, moving on, you know? Thank for your smell, mm-hmm. casual. I've noticed that. Like, I've... I don't know. I'm not getting as excited as things as I used to be. What about you, Nick? Like, are you the same way, or are you still... Like jumping off the edge of your seat, peeing your pants over things. Honestly, like, I don't... I, I'll get into moods of things. Like, I'll really just want to play Magic one day. I'll really just want to play, like, you know, I'll just pick and choose my day. Um, I guess, uh, recently, I have had an experience with a, um, a hype... But I was just super like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I had to buy it immediately. Uh, a new game came to Xbox, uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. It's a hyper-realistic uh, shooter. And me and my brother were talking about it forever when it was on PC. And as soon as it came to Xbox, we picked that stuff up and just got it like... <laughs> <laughs> where I'm already like high-level in it and stuff, and I'm, I've played it too much, so... I mean... Um, there's yeah. certain things like I didn't look at, you know, I didn't look at, uh, I didn't even look at Endgame. Like, oh, I can't wait for this movie to come out. I can't wait for this movie to come out. I was just like, yeah, I'd I know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, so everybody's different. Brand- Brandon said the words um, right as soon as we we're about to walk in the theater. He said, "I can't believe this is actually happening." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> that was pretty cool. I'll get, I'll get excited when the time comes you know i don't prep myself yeah. i don't i don't like go oh boy i think okay i'll admit i think i am getting hyped the more i talk about no way home i think i'm getting hyped because i did watch the sam raimi movies i did watch the uh the other director that made andrew garfield i watched those movies and i don't know i've i think i'm more like in the front of the hype train when it comes to no way home because i'm a huge spider-man fan like i've loved spider-man when I was a kid read his comics did it all you know the whole spider-man spiel watched the cartoons saw the episode where they're all pointing at each other i did it okay and so i think i think Sp- spider-man's more of a hype for me as well just because i hold a special spot in my heart and i will admit i think it would be pretty dope seeing if, if tra- whenever trailer 2 comes out and you know it shows a a spider-man standing at the end of the trailer and he pulls off his mask and it's freaking andrew garfield i'm gonna prepare myself for the movie and like even the even the end credit scene for venom 2 made me excited and i think it's safe to spoil the end credit scene i mean it's been a good month now since the movie came out i know you saw it nick and i already spoiled it for you ezra so you know, people got their chance. Spoilers for Venom 2 end credit scene. But, like, that end credit scene made me excited. Like, for the Spider-Man movie. Like, yeah, Venom 2 was great. But I think I cared more about the end credit scene than anything. I was yeah, like, you couldn't stop talking about it. I know. I was like, every time 
Every time I was like about to go see it with someone, I'm like, you gotta see the end credit scene. That's like the only thing that's cool. That's because it's, <laughs> it's the multiverse, man. It's the multi. It's the freaking multiverse, and that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess like my favorite of the kind of because I know we keep coming back to Spider-Man, which is a more recent release. Um, well, it is. Wise. It is the hype of the year right now, so we 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 can. <laughs> have spider-man fill up this podcast mostly well i just i wanted to walk back a little bit to the older um older hypes i know i talked about star wars already um but what i noticed a lot of people a lot of people got really excited for that i guess i didn't get as excited for um was the uh was the halo 3 So, so Halo 3, I mean, a lot of people really do like that game still. A lot of people liked that game when it first came out. Um, but from what I saw, um, I, I mean, I was a real young kid at Halo 2, but Halo 2 had gotten so much more of a hype. Um, and Halo 4 was... I was a little bit hyped for that one, but I wasn't like... Like, I was just like, oh, a Halo game came out? Cool, I'll pick that up. Um, but Halo 3, man, oh, everybody was crazy about that. People were, like, trying to scam me out of money and stuff. Like, I had random people asking me on the street if they could afford, so that they could afford Halo 3. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I never... Like, hey, I'll play it with you if you... <laughs> I'll, I'll, sad, I'll be the first to sadly admit... I never actually played through a full Halo game. I think the one I played the most of was Halo Reach. I it's Halo also great. It's also because I didn't really grow up with an Xbox until like later in my childhood. You know, I mean, when I was a kid, I had a PlayStation Two. My dad had this PlayStation Two Slim, and that's where all my games. I I played all my games on. I played the Lego Star Wars games. I played you know, uh, the Guitar Hero games. Whatever. All on the PlayStation 2. Everything was PlayStation 2 for me. And then, I I don't remember when, but, I mean, Ezra, you and I were still going to self-development together at the time. Um, but I don't remember, but I ended up getting an Xbox 360. And it was, it was my dad's, but I played it the most. Like, it was basically mine. Hey, Castle Crashers on it was one of the first things we did. Yeah, we played Castle Crashers, like, that was... The Xbox 360 was childhood, um, cause I, I, like I said, I grew up with the PS2, but then the Xbox 360 came into my life, and I was late to the party, I guess, cause everybody had it. Everybody had the original Xbox, and then everybody had 360, and I was kinda late to the party. Cause my, my Xbox 360 was a black one. I never had the white one, I never went through the red ring of death, ever. I never did any of that. I went straight to the black one, better condition, better quality better everything and yeah like Ezra said casual crashes was the first game but I played a lot of Call of Duty I I don't think again I don't know why I never touched Halo as a kid but Call of Duty was it like I had this group of friends and I think Brandon was one of them back in the day and we all ever I remember I'd get like this kid was his name Jared or something I don't know he would it would send me, like, because that was back when you could send voice messages. I think you can still can on the Xbox One. You still send voice messages to people. Oh, but 360, this guy named Jared, he'd do it all the time. He'd send, like, a voice message rather than a text on 
on the chat. And every time you turn it on, it'd be play MW3 with me, because Modern Warfare 3 was the game everybody played back in that day. It was <laughs> Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3, all of those. That was, and then Ghost came out, and that was pretty dang cool. So yeah, I was, I was a Call of Duty nerd growing up. Was I good at it? No, never. I'm still not good at it today. Like you kick my butt. <laughs> Whatever. Like I was never the first person shooter tryhard. Like a lot of people are. I never. I think. I think like I prestiged once, and I thought that was like the biggest deal of my life. I'm like, yes, I finally prestiged. And never prestiged again. I think. Yeah, because everybody was like, oh, I'm on my 12th prestige. I'm on my 69th prestige. And I'm just like, I'm level 12, you know? <laughs> I'm level 12, second prestige. <laughs> or, no, I'm just level 12. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm... Uh, it was, but, yeah, Call of Duty was fun. Like I said, I never... I never... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Grind. Gr grinded that game no i never did a full grind of it i just played it whenever my friends were on i hopped on played it died a lot yes but still played it and I'm like there's nothing wrong with that yeah exactly and like my dad and his uh best friend scott like they'll they'll play it like they'll just pull it out and they'll do the split screen and they'll just play it together and then I join in, and of course, you know, I'm the experienced one, because these are, like, older men just playing a video game, have fun, they're not really good at it, they kind of suck. And I show up, and I just, like, tank them both, I'm like, look at me, I'm, like, a, you know, level 12 non-prestige player. <laughs> but, going back to hype topics, you know, I think the most hype game I played was... Or the, the, one of the hype games back then would have been GTA 5 because I played uh, that was another PS2 game I played a lot of San Andreas I think San Andreas was the one game my parents allowed me to play that was rated M um, but back even when I was a kid my dad's like you can play it but you can't kill anybody you can only sit in a car and drive around but when they weren't looking you know I did some stuff right yeah <laughs> And then when I got That's older, always the, always the when everybody's gone to sleep, you're like, okay, now I can go and do some of the gang attacks. <laughs> yeah, and then when I got older, I played that through the story mode. Six-year-old Jake pulling up to the strip club. <laughs> I don't think I ever, like, I think I was afraid to do that. I don't think I ever actually went to the strip club in the game. It wasn't until GTA 5 where I'm like, so this is what it looks like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is what the inside of this looks like. Well, no, but uh, um, the uh, with San Andreas, um, I remember with like getting the katana and like putting the heads off to people and their heads. <laughs> like, I guess that was like an actual animation. Like their head would just come clean off. Yeah. Um, uh, my GTA games were uh, Vice City, and then. A little bit of San Andreas and then five. Actually, some four also. Yeah, I that played part. a lot of four too when my dad bought it. But, but in most of my childhood, I never really did any of the story stuff. You just drove around, right? Drove around, ran over people, hit cars, listened to the radio station, and sang along to songs. That's what I did. Yep. 
And then I would always get frustrated because in, like, all of the GTA games, like, prior to 5, half of the map was locked until you got through a good chunk of the story. Oh, I hated all of that. I, like, made my dad beat the game just so I could drive through the whole map. Like, I remember despising the fact that you, like, got an in- what was it? Like, an instant 5-star wanted level? Yeah, as soon you as you cross the, the border. bridge in 4? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, five stars. That's nice. All right. I have I have crossed an illegal bridge. I will now die. <laughs> That's how bad it was. They react like you're getting into a military base. Yeah. So dumb. Um. Back to video game hypes. I mean, we were already talking about video games. I think the Switch. It's a big thing. Yeah, we are a nerdcast. Um, I think the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, was a pretty great... I think I was excited for that. I mean, you know, I'm the biggest Nintendo player besides Ezra, but I think I'm the biggest Nintendo player out of the three of us. I don't know. Um, you know, I had, I had everything when it came to Nintendo. I had, you know, all the Game Boys. I had the... Did you have the Mario Game & Watch? No, I didn't have any of the Game & Watches, so I guess I didn't have everything. But I had I had more than what most people had growing up with Nintendo, you know? I had all the Game Boys, I had the N64, I had the freaking GameCube, uh, and nobody remembers that. I had the Wii, I didn't, that was the only thing I don't own to this day, I've never owned, was an actual Wii U. Never had a Wii U. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the sad. Never had a Wii U. It's because I love the 3DS. I thought the 3DS was fine. Why need a Wii U if I have a 3DS? And most of the games they made for the Wii U went on to the 3DS, and instead of it being called U, it was called 3DS. So I'm just like, all right, why not? Um, not really. I know, not really. But the games. There was like I three games. The games that I three cared major about. Ones. Yeah, the games I cared about were on the 3DS as well as the Wii U. What about what about New Super Mario Bros. U? Well, that's called New Super Mario Bros. 3DS, obviously. Duh. Oh, <laughs> the one on 3DS is entirely different. <laughs> I know it is. I was joking. Um, what about Super Mario 3D World? Wasn't it called Super Mario Le 3D Land or something on the Wii U? Uh, no, it's World on Wii U, Land on 3DS, World, uh, World is another, is, uh, like, a sequel, basically, to Land. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, going Just back to it, it, going back to it, like, I played, I went from DS to 3DS, and I had the 3DS for the longest time. I actually ended up stealing Ezra's 3DS at one point. I don't remember how I ended up with it. But, like, when I moved to Minnesota, I had Ezra's 3DS, and I remember one time, like, he realized I had it, and his mom texted me and was like, when are you gonna send his 3DS back? And I think you were upset that I had it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have your 3DS. <laughs> you remember that, Ezra? Yeah. I hardly remember it. I mostly just remember you have it, taking all of my valuable Pokemon cards. And selling them for ridiculous amounts of money. 
You gave them to me as I By was... By accident. Yes, and we were driving off. So it wasn't like I couldn't give you back. And you never, you never even said it. Over the course of the years, you never said, oh, those are my valuable ones. Never. Even when I came back for the summers, you were just like, eh. Yeah, I literally did when you came back for the summer. You were like, oh, yeah, I sold them. Dang. I was a punk <laughs> back then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back, I think my hype back to the switch i thought the 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 idea of having a console and a handheld system was the cool and it still is like i appreciate my switch i think it's amazing i know i got you the the switch Lite for christmas that one year nick which is not the same experience but hey you know what it's still just as cool i think i i still rarely use it i don't have any games for it which you need to invest. Instead of buying your dang magic cards, why don't you get some games for it? Um, it's because I'm not nearly as interested in playing it as I am playing um, as magic. However, this new Pokemon game that you guys are talking about kind of kind of hyped for. The Arceus one? Oh. No, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, the new Diamond and Pearl? Oh, the remakes. Yeah, the ones that look chibi i i haven't played any of the new stuff i remember diamond and pearl i started playing the tcg in diamond and pearl yeah so it might be something Let's i'm gonna enjoy and i hope i hope chatot's um chatter or what was it yeah chatter right the move was called chatter hope that exists and i really want to see it's PG thirteen, so I can I, I can make the joke. I'm allowed one. Chatot say fuck. No, don't. No, I was gonna talk about penises. <laughs> you just ruined it. But yeah, that too. But I definitely want to hear. I, I want I want the, I want the Chatots to say penis again. You know, like that, those were the best back in the day. <laughs> yeah what Ezra said that was yeah that too that was pretty funny um I stole your thunder I don't care it was funny I was worth it I'm comedy man yeah, no you're not oh. ah. yeah diamond pearls the remakes dude that's amazing like I said I think gen 4 is my favorite generation even though mm, 95% of that's a, it's an exaggeration number okay Ezra don't get triggered don't get triggered but 95% of that generation is all evolutions babies and legendaries pretty much I'm triggered yeah I know you are but it's true though I mean most of gen 4 not 95% of it that was way too much of a number but most of it is is it's like less than half evolutions babies and legendaries there's like 12 legendaries okay if you include legendaries then maybe it's about half ish maybe i was like alone there's 12 legendaries there's like 85 evolutions and 96 babies okay in a generation where there's only like 100 pokemon 
<laughs> Gen 4 felt so big, though, for some it reason. It does. Like, the amount of Pokemon, Pokemon in it feels big. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> um, another game series that I'd say I am, I was part, I was and am part of the hype cycle for. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, even though it's, like, on a, the hype cycle is sort of on a smaller scale. Like, every trailer, every teaser, like, me and my friends in high school would, like, scramble to decipher anything. Back in the day, yes. Back in the day, oh, man. Dude, when, before I fell, before I fell off of the train, before I, like, leaped a faith off the freaking train, I was like, this game is amazing. Love Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, as far as that goes, the, uh, I, what am I trying to say? I'm drawing blanks here. I think, I think my favorite thing in, like, the fav, my, my favorite hype thing in all of Five Nights at Freddy's history, and you can disagree with me, I'm totally cool with that, but I think my favorite hype thing was the thank you picture slowly changing yes 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 over I, I would also say the fnaf world trailer yeah just having all of those names popping up one after another after another after another <laughs> and then wasn't it like saying you're gonna have a lot of fun 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 wasn't that part of uh, it? or was that in the game itself isn't that the intro for um Wait, isn't that the intro for Pizzeria Sim, actually? Oh, it is. Wow. Okay, that shows you how much I know about Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, another game that, um, the first trailer sent me into hype mode really hard, and then I didn't follow it much, but I'm very happy I have the game now. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Right, the anime, um... Dark Souls. You can't just call all Japanese things anime. That's racist. You're cancelled. Darn. Do it now, Twitter. Do it now. But, uh... Um, security breach, question mark? Like, wasn't that supposed to come out, like, three years ago or something? Hey. <laughs> hey, now. Um... Also, Fallout 4, during its pre-release cycle, I was very interested in but at the time i did not have a next gen console so i couldn't get fully invested in it but then again i get very invested in games i cannot get i think, I think um i think the release of the xbox one was pretty hype too i don't know i didn't xbox one have like a not great launch oh probably nick would know more about that than any of us uh, first gen Xbox One consoles, so the big, the thick ones, the thick black um, boys, the, the generation one, the very first wave that was released, um, were extremely buggy, um, beyond playable, extremely buggy, um, and then they had a second wave released, and they replaced all of the first ones releases, um, which caused this really weird influx in the market. So when they when they fluxed their first wave, everybody bought it. Then they sent out their second wave of 
the adjusted consoles without the bugs. And the second wave, people started to sell their first wave. They just sold their first wave because they were given, you know, people who were given the first wave, the second wave was given to them for free because the first ones were so bad. And they sold their first wave to everybody. And so they were super cheap. Um, wow. You could pick up, I was able to pick up one for, for $72. That's like the cheapest any console has ever been sold for. Yeah, it was crazy. As of current and times. Then, and then when the Xbox One S come out, um, I believe a year later, um, it was not nearly as hyped because they're, all of those consoles at like $71 um, were, were not crazy other than storage freaks. And then Xbox One X came out, and that is still to this day making $300 price tags on those. Yeah. I have my white Xbox One S, is what it was called. And it came with uh, Forza Horizon 4. I still nice. have I still have that one. Um, my grandfather actually bought it for me, I think, for like my birthday or something. Like, I was still living in Minnesota at the time. And he surprised me. He's like, hey, you want the new Xbox? I'm like, yeah. So we bought it. And I still have it. I have a zombie sticker on it. I don't remember where I got the zombie sticker from, but it's on it. Makes it unique from everyone else's. Because I used to... Awesome thing about Xbox One S's, and if any of you don't have one, and if, if, you're, a, if you're a PlayStation player, get a freaking Xbox One S, because it's beautiful. Um, one thing I enjoyed about it is it's... And I think I'm going to trigger you, Nick, when I say this, but one, <laughs> one thing I like about it is it's so easy to carry it around so you know those drawstring bags like the the sports bags with the drawstrings you, you know pull the strings to see t- tie it up in the top i used to carry my xbox one around in that with <laughs> with the two cords it only requires two cords which is great um and the controller and i yeah. would take it to my friend alex's house and or no i'd take it to my friend zach's house and alex would bring his along and Zach had like three TVs, so we'd all plug him into the TVs, and we'd play, you know, Grand Theft Auto. We'd play Call of Duty together in the same room with like three TVs set up in the same room. Best memories I've had with my friend Zach and Alex. It's a shame I hardly talked to them as much as I did back then. I still talk to them, just not as much. But I mean, we used to do that on the original Xbox, OG Xbox. Um, no Xbox 360, no Xbox. Oh, you're talking about back when it had the one with the black and white buttons. Back in the white and black buttons. Whatever that purpose um, of those buttons were for, the world will never know. But anyways, they continue. Were, they suffered. Bu- they were like bumpers. They they yeah. were your um, because you had your select and start to like open your menu. They were just but, like black and white. Usually, like you know, if you had like uh, I believe in Halo, it turned on your flashlight. Okay. I'm just, um, I say they're so oddly placed for, for like, if, you know, supposed to be bumpers, they're just oddly placed. Uncomfortable. I had an original Xbox. I don't know where I got it from, because it was after I owned my 360. I got an original Xbox, and I had the controller, and I just, I remember it. That's how I remember the buttons. 
Yeah, I remember there was a there was a uh, smaller one that I had that was wireless. Okay. I ran on batteries for the original Xbox one, and all my friends were jealous because it was a wireless one. Everybody else had to stay corded. It was like stay it was like me with the wireless GameCube controller, and everybody's like, "What? <laughs> Whoa!" Before wireless controllers were a thing. Actually, my my cousin, I guess he's, I could still call him a cousin. I don't know. His name was Cole. Um. I think Ezra remembers him. We... Cole... I almost said Cole Sprouse. Yes, Cole Sprouse. I am cousins with <laughs> Cole and Dylan Sprouse. In case you didn't know. <laughs> but, um... I remember when he first got the PS3, right? Like, we're talking about PS3. When he first got it, and he had a wireless PS3 controller, and I'm like... How much range does that thing... Like, I was asking all those kind of questions. Like, how much range does it have? And I remember he walked, like, from his bedroom all the way into the living room. And he's like, I can still control my character from way over here. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. Because, <laughs> like, the old wireless controllers... Yeah, they were wireless, but they were still, like... You know, you had to be a certain range. And I think some were infrared. So you had to, you know, it had to see the console. Like, the Wii is all infrared. You had to see the bar in order to make it work. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. But yeah, I thought the, the the PS3 wireless controller was like the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna get a PS3 one day. Never got one. I have a PS4. I did, and then some guy mooched it off of me for a, a reasonable price. I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna say how. I'm not gonna say when. I'm just kidding. It was. I uh, I got a PS3 when it initially came out. Um, so, I had the Xbox back in the day, I had the old Xbox, and when we all played together, like you were saying with Zach, is we would play what's called LAN parties, you'd be all on the same internet, you'd be playing with each other, it was great times. Whoa! Um, Once you finish that, we're gonna talk about Minecraft LAN parties. (laughs) Oh yeah? (laughs) Um, so then we get, uh, I get the Xbox 360. And this is my first kind of experience with Minecraft, and uh, I get um, games, I get like my first little bit of racing games that I've ever played, aside from Midnight Club. Um, Shout out to a real classic uh, Rockstar game there was Midnight Club. Nice. Um, Because I played Midnight Club on the PS2, so my uncle, I had two uncles. One uncle had a PS2, one uncle had an original Xbox. And so my first, my first console that I had was an Xbox 360. And we eventually were, we eventually had, the Xbox 360 had the Red Ring of Death, and for Christmas one year we got a PS3. I played a PS3 for a long time, got through all the Call of Duties, you know, Modern Warfare 2, or Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, um, Black Ops, and then, um, when the, uh, xbox one came out we actually had two ps3s at the time and we still had the original 360 that we had from back in the day however my father had fixed it my father had uh put in a new hard drive because usually red ring of death is is a hard drive issue yeah um like a like a i think it was a cpu issue actually it would get too hot and would burn through the hard drive um he replaced all that stuff and uh 
we got him we sold all three of those so a ps3 um a or two ps3s one of them was a slim and a xbox 360 for um my original xbox one the the big one and it was a second wave one that i got so i didn't i am i was luckily not one of the people who got suckered into the first wave and had issues with it and i ended up having that xbox one for five years before i upgraded to five to a to an xbox one s nice i have a interesting story about xboxes so like i said i grew up with ps2 and then i had the xbox 360 for my second half of the childhood um when i ended up moving to minnesota it was a, a conversation with my dad because like i said the 360 was technically his i just played it more and the conversation was you know who, am i going to take the xbox and he obviously said no and that kind of sucked because it was like well that was my gaming system you know i mean i saw my nintendo so i guess i was cool with that but when we moved to minnesota um, it, it took a week for mom and I to get an apartment as soon as we got there. But when we got our apartment, we, uh, we went to Walmart. She gave me some money and she's like, here, go, go get yourself, uh, an Xbox. I'm like, oh, okay. And a game for it. And I went straight to the game section and, but I ended up getting like the really cheap Xbox. Uh, cause like they, they made it was the Xbox 360. I ended up getting like the cheap one, the one that only had four gigabytes of storage, like full, like in internal storage, only four gigabytes. And it's like, yeah, what game is four gigabytes? You know, but it was the cheapest one, and that, it matched the pre the money that mom had and she gave me, and so I got that, and I got Grand Theft Auto V, and I was like, that, that was what I bought, like right away. I'm like, all right, we got that. I think the that Xbox 360 came with a game. I don't remember. That was a long time ago. And it was the 4 gigabyte one only. And when we went to hook it up, I got it all set up. And my mind didn't like process yet. 4 gigabytes. Oh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is like 50 gigabytes, you know? So I'm like, my mind was not like processing. Oh, wait, this Xbox cannot hold Grand Theft Auto. So I had to wait another week. And um, I ended up getting an external hard drive for it, and we I plugged in Grand Theft Auto V. I don't know where that X. Oh no, I got a flash drive for it. That's what it was. I ended up getting a flash drive for it and plugged it into the back, and that's where all my games were were on that flash drive that was held in the back of the Xbox 360. So many memories. So many <laughs> memories. Yeah, I had the similar thing. I basically didn't have any save game file. I had to reset my game every time. It goes and back to the. Have you ever remember? And have you ever remember Killzone? And <laughs> uh, and PGR Racing. That was. I I guess Killzone's a PlayStation only. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um. So that was on the PS3 later, but I uh, I think I had like Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I had like Lego, I had Lego Indiana Jones, and I had PGR Racing. Wait, and I wait. ended up getting Rainbow Six Vegas too. Nick, was it Later. the same thing that I had? For some reason, I don't know what it is, but like one of the Xbox 360 
uh, copies of Lego Indiana Jones, like the backside of it had Kung Fu Panda on it. I don't know. Yeah. 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 What the heck? Why? Yeah. Why would you tie Kung Fu Panda with Lego Indiana Jones? What? I have no idea. Ezra, do you have an answer yes, for that? Hold on. It's it's literally a Google autocomplete of when I type in <laughs> Lego Indiana Jones Kung. <laughs> Lego Indiana Jones Kung Fu Panda Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's because they're both LucasArts. Okay, that makes oh no sense. No, that's weird, <laughs> but yeah. Wow. It's, it's Luke. It's two. I guess two LucasArts movie tie-in games. Okay. Speaking of LucasArts games, <laughs> uh, Star Wars, Monkey uh, Island, Jedi, Star Wars Jedi Knights. I like Star Wars Monkey Island. That's my favorite game. I have no idea what that is, but anyways, Star Wars Jedi's <laughs> Knight was Nick. a game that I played. Ezra randomly said Monkey Island as you said Star Wars, so I was just putting the two together. Oh. <laughs> okay, back to what you were saying. Yeah, so Jedi, uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knights was a classic of a game. It was just a multiplayer, you gotta play as a Jedi, customize your lightsaber, battle against people online. Uh, it was like the original, you know, you play Star Wars Battlefront 2 now, it's got the heroes versus villains, that's exactly what it was, that's it was cool. your heroes versus villains, um, like Jedis, and you'd have certain powers, and you'd have certain respawn points, it's such an old game, I'm pretty sure I'm hyping it up more than it actually is. But, but you that, like that Star Wars, so... so... How about that KOTOR, though? <laughs> Going back. I just looked over to my left and I saw my copies of Assassin's Creed and it reminded me that that was a game I never played growing up either either and that was you know a really popular game back then everybody played Assassin's Creed at least once I I, I played it but I didn't like invest in it or anything so you know going back and buying the games because you know, I still to this day I still love the YouTuber, no biased reason at all, but I still love the YouTuber, goes by the name of Toby Turner, I don't know if you ever heard of him, some small YouTube channel no one's ever heard of, but like, no biased reason to why I obsess over him, it's not like I have a personal friendship with him or anything, but, um, you know, he did the Assassin's Creed Literals trailers, and, you know, I love both of those songs but never actually played any of the games, and I just bought them recently from my Xbox One. Well, those. Black Flag is my favorite. That was a hype. Black Flag is pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. But I, I played all of them. Um, aside, so, like I said before, PS3, one of my first games on the PS3 was the original Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 2 came out. Um... Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed 4, Assassin's Creed uh, Unity, Assassin's Creed Revelations, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed, all of them. Such great games. If you haven't played those, yeah, Valhalla is another great one. I haven't played Valhalla. I have played Odyssey, but I have not played Valhalla yet. Hmm. I've never played it either, so I can't tell you. 
Um, but which is funny because I'm of Norse descendant, and so I don't know why I wouldn't play Valhalla. But anyways, you um, are. Yeah. You've never mentioned that. Some way, some way, some way, very long down the line, somewhere, um, there's a lot of Norwegian in my region. That's so dope. I wish I was Norse. Why wasn't my dad and mom Norse? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I also have a lot of Swedish, um, oddly enough, Blackfoot, Cherokee, Indian. I've got some German royalty. That's pretty hype. I think the only Assassin's Creed games I ever played were Brotherhood and some Unity. Nice. And I, I do have I do have this sort almost chronic thing from mostly from childhood, but I've carried it over a good chunk into adulthood of I have a problem finishing games. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I'm the like, same way. Assassin's Creed's um, for me have always been kind of weird because my brother, my brother played Assassin's Creed more than I did, and there's a, something in Assassin's Creed what called 100% synchronization, where it's like playing exactly as Desmond plays it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I've heard of that. 100% perfect, 100% complete. It's called 100% synchronization. Doing oh, all. Oh no, no, no. Doing all the. It's specifically you controlling Desmond's actions in a way that he is doing exactly what Ezio would have done. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like the perfect synchronization, perfect 100% down the middle, exactly how the game should be played intended. I never went to go to achieve that kind of stuff, especially on higher difficulties and stuff. Yeah. I never went for 100% synchronization. However, my brother did. And so he's got 100% synchronization from everything from, like I said, the original Assassin's Creed um, until Valhalla, which he does not, he's not yet gotten 100% sync on Valhalla. Um, um, I only have 100% sync on Brotherhood. Didn't Desmond, like, die, like, four games ago or something? Um, I think he, I think he died in, um, uh, the end of Black Flag. And so by Unity. It's a new ancestor or whatever. New one. Oh, and, uh, Rogue. Rogue? Rogue one. Was one that I, no, no. I know. (laughs) Hey, we mentioned Amelia Clark earlier and she's in Rogue one. I know. It's interesting how that works what about assassin's creed chronicles chronicles is what i was thinking of yeah chronicles Chronicles is the book right they're like the like 3d scroller style yeah it's like a different chapter for different countries yeah like russian russia china i forget the other i think it's russia china india oh yeah yeah Yep, yep. We definitely um, tangent away from hypes, which is fine. I kind of I like tangents. Yeah, me too. I kind of figured the hype conversation wouldn't last too long because you know, eventually run out of stuff to talk about. And I'm I'm glad where we ended up tangenting at uh, when it comes to video game history and what we played, which we could totally make a whole episode on like video games just in general. 
Which yeah. would be we should definitely cool. have a nostalgia a nostalgia episode. Okay, which, yeah, next episode, Ezra, if you want to host a nostalgia episode, I'm down for that. Uh, maybe nostalgia. Yeah. Maybe I'll do nostalgia and let it branch yeah. into other directions. Down we, we just keep tangenting just enough that we get the next episode's topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every every week we just tangent until we find out what the next episode's topic is. Um, seven hour episodes from now on that being said i'm trying to like calculate in my head because i know i started i started the recording early so that way i could catch any extra things we might have said before the actual like podcast started um so i'm trying to calculate how much we probably are a good hour and 20 minutes in so we can keep going if you want let's go a while longer all right, go up to like forty-five, maybe. Something Let's like that. keep talking about the gamer zone. Yeah. Um. So me, I know you guys had the ground, so I'm gonna take the ground for a little bit. Um, all right. All right. Yeah, me. I guess I'm like you, Ezra. I never like. I I, I have a hard time finishing games, unless I genuinely enjoy the game. You know, like Grand Theft Auto Five, any Nintendo game genuinely enjoy uh, all five nights of freddy's whatever um but as far as my gaming like variety goes i never i noticed that i never like crawled into a lot of um popular like i mean yes i've played them but like i never those aren't my main games i play like if you look like on my top 10 games on steam or whatever uh terraria is number one and you know, not everybody plays Terraria. Uh, everybody plays Minecraft. You know, um, there's, there's some games on the list, but as it, my, I'm I'm more of like a indie game player when it comes to things. Like I like giving the small companies a chance to you know blow up, rise up, whatever. Uh, I mean, I made a whole YouTube channel dedicated to free games. Might bring that back up. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If anyone was into that back in the a day. small series? What? Wasn't that a small series on your main channel? No, it was second channel. Was it? Yeah. It was mostly free games. It was my... Oh, I'll send you the link. It was Jake's Great. With no spaces, because my main channel has spaces. My second channel doesn't have spaces, in case you didn't know. But I played a lot of indie games um, growing up, and woo, the trailer for Lightyear came out. Hmm. That might be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I was playing a lot of indie games growing up, more than main range games, if you like. Um, I've, I've, cause you know, people will ask me, oh, you play this game, play this game. And my thing is I wasn't really a big, uh, FPS player back then. For those who don't know, FPS stands for first person shooter. Like I, I played call of duty, but I never like went into other, like maybe counter strike source. Cause I like valve. Why not? Um, but I never played halo. I didn't play any of the zombie shooting games. I didn't play any of, uh, what was that? What was that other, um, the other first-person shooter series that was really big, and then they got weird with their numbers because they, like, 
like it was like game three, game four, game five, and then they did game one. What was that? A uh, battle field? Battle? Oh, battlefield. Yeah, battlefield. <laughs> I never played that either. Um, but you know, a lot of people that claim that they're gamers play the FPS. But like castle, for some reason, Castle Miner Z was an absolute yes, please game. I played the crap out of Castle Miner Z. I don't know why. It's a Minecraft clone. It's <laughs> literally a ripoff of Minecraft. But I enjoyed it. There was another game on the Xbox 360 that I ended up buying the full version for. It was like a dollar, two dollars. It's called No Luca No. And the whole game, you just push a cat away from a, a bowl of cereal. <laughs> like, that's that's it. That's the that's the whole game. You, you you control the hand, and all you do is you just push the cat away from the bowl of cereal. And I was like, on the Xbox 360, it's nowhere else. It's like an Xbox 360 only game. I tried looking for it on Steam. I tried finding an emulator. But no, it was only on Xbox 360. And yeah, it was called No Luca No. And that's all I, you... What? I have fond memories of specifically in episode of the series rage quit yes uh, hosted by rooster tea yeah. i'm going to send you this video nick of michael playing <laughs> no luca no and screaming <laughs> at luca i'm going to send you this video nick and at the end of the podcast you have to watch it it's yeah, I will, I guess. So... Is that how you found No Luca No? Or no, I found it before it. <laughs> I Because, like, I think it was just my dad and I, we were scrolling through, like, indie games, and it popped up. We're like, what the heck is this? And it had a free version. So we got the free version. And when you buy the game, because the free version, you, you can only get so many points in your score, and it will stop. The free version was infinite, and, um, also the free version came with a cat toy, which was an option to have this blue ball float around your screen. And if you own a cat, it's supposed to make the cat jump on the screen or whatever. But yeah, the whole game, the whole purpose of the game was to push a cat away from the bowl of cereal. <laughs> it was like the best game ever. And it was $2. <laughs> Made by, uh, made by Silver Dollar, I think, made that game. Silver Dollar. Going back to Hype and Five Nights at Freddy's, I think well, we talked about how the, the, the changing of the thank you picture was pretty awesome. I think my uh, mostly biggest hype for Five Nights at Freddy's was 4. I think I was, like... Four was a really good trailer. Mm-hmm. Four made you want to play the game. Um, five also huge because voice acting. Yeah, it revealed voice acting, and voice acting was never done before in any of the FNAF games, unless you were the phone guy. I'd say the only thing that was like not a huge thing for the sister location trailer was the baby jump scare. It was flaccid. 
That's not an appropriate word, Ezra. Blasted. Remember, wasn't I with you when we first watched the, uh, the Sister Location trailer? Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we would have been, because that would be high school. Oh, yeah. I know it would have been high school, but I don't, like, remember if maybe I was down there for the summer or something. But whoever I was watching it, I was like, I was like, look, their faces open up. Because that was, like, the whole thing about four was, or sister location, was all of their faces had, like, um, I'm trying to explain it so Nick can visualize it. Uh, every animatronic had, like, panels in their face that each panel would open up revealing like the inner of the face like the skeleton of the face but it was you like could say it reveals the animatronics innards ha, 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 ha. uh was that really the purpose of it i don't know but it looked it looked cool the whole thing about sister location was it was supposed to be like futuristic or whatever even though it wasn't it took place like in the 90s or something like that but it was supposed to be futuristic um, correctly, it takes place like adjacent to FNAF 2. Yeah, so in Matthew the, Patrick is to be believed. So in the 90s or 80s, actually. Yep. 80s. Super futuristic for 80s. But yeah, they all had like every character was painted chrome. I mean, not chrome, but they, you know, they're colored, but they had like a they had a shine to them. They, they were polished. They looked really, really chrome in the trailer. Yeah, they're polished. They were shiny. Uh, versus like these old washed up ones that we're used to seeing in the original four games and yeah I mean I think the whole like face panel thing was the thing that popped out when that trailer came out you know seeing their their faces pop open each panel it was like maybe six panels on the whole face each character and you know they, they would move around and the panels would like slowly pop open and then close again you know in some random abstract order <laughs> the trailer for three was also very good did i help you visualize it nick was that was that good as, enough as best as you could <laughs> I, I don't know how else just to... just send the trailer okay yeah i'll just send the trailer to nick real quick um, but yeah three was another one that was good with the cryptic dialogue and the like vague shot of spring trap like even though the camera was coming right at him you couldn't quite tell exactly what he was yeah um and then i kind of thought it was really cool how six pizzeria sim had no hype cycle it didn't have a trailer and it was advertised as a fun little like like pizzeria simulator up until release yep yep i remember pizzeria simulators like announcements like if if you hadn't played pizzeria simulator uh like if you played it when it was released the end of the pizzeria simulator segment transferring over to an actual five nights at freddy's night was jarring like you did not expect that at all yeah I remember that. I remember play watching because I didn't play it. I know it was free, but I didn't play it. Um, but I remember watching Mark play it 
because I still watched him play it because six was the time when I left the train. I was like, all right, that's too many games. Too much. It was supposed to be done at four, whatever. Um, I think I might have... I think I might have booted up uh, Pizzeria Sim the first time. Like, I hadn't watched Mark play it, I don't think. I believe I booted it up in, like, my computer repair class on my personal laptop. On my, <laughs> uh, like, personal school laptop. That's funny. Yeah, no, I never... I, I didn't play it till later. Same with uh, Ultimate Custom. I think Ultimate Custom Night was what got me back into the game. Because I thought it was so cool having everybody coming at you versus, like, just a set of characters. Everybody is here. Yep. Alright, Nick, take 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 the floor, alright? Take the floor. Nick, say a thing. Take the dang floor, man. A thing. What do you want me to take it about? I mean, I, I really don't know Five Nights at Freddy, or you just want me to continue something of, of hype? Yeah, continue something of hype, or talk more video games, whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to go to a movie, because right. I really wanted to talk about this. I had this idea on Friday. Okay. Um, The scene in Star Wars Episode 2, um, The Clone Wars, Races he hates where sand. Jango Fett is chasing Obi-Wan in the Slave 1. Ah, yeah, I know exactly where you're, you're going with. All right, continue. My... My early years, when I was watching, I I watched the movie plenty of times, and that scene. So the thing with the Star Wars, the especially to the Clone Wars, is the very beginning of it, and most of the middle of it is extremely boring. It's all politics. It's all like the the kind of Cold War esque buildup of the Clone Wars. Trying to set um, Anakin with Padme too. Ugh. Yeah, trying to set that scene. Um, Obi Wan is going to the to Camino to visit the communions and to meet Jango Fett and stuff like that. So you kind of see that at the beginning. You see the unfolding of um, the Jedi Council coming upon um, Lord Sidious's kind of plan. You kind of see the first little bit of that. Um, so the beginning is very boring. That is the first action scene that you get to see is um jango fett and obi-wan fighting and then him chasing him and eventually getting behind him and beginning the little chase scene um until he goes back to um to obi-wan um gets captured and you see it with dooku anyways um that scene i was able to watch on the very first hd tv when they had it at walmart they had that scene playing <laughs> And oh my goodness, <laughs> that thing sound great on an HD TV. It really made like I was only what ten at the time, yeah. ten years old, looking at this beautiful like seventy inch TV. It wasn't flat screen; it was big boy, but it was an HD TV. And so the sound, like it had a great sound bar underneath it. It was in like a a display model so there was the couch with like surround sound on it you sat and i couch? sat there yeah, for, yeah i sat did. there for the whole like 45 minutes that that scene takes place from when you know Django when they're on camino to the end when he hides behind the rock and stuff like that 
and they have those little ion bombs on the Slave 1 th that actually makes the Slave 1 the Slave 1, not the Firefly 31 series, whatever it's called. Which in D&D, we'll talk about me getting some of those, alright? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> talk about that on Friday. But, uh, that scene, oh my goodness, so beautiful. Uh, the CGI was great with all the space in the background. This is the first time you get to see the Slave yeah. 1 in action since, um the original trilogy uh it's the first time that you get to see Django fett and his little geared up thing because you won't see it again until later in the movie you won't see Django fett again later in the movie yeah um and spoiler alert for this one i'm gonna say spoiler alerts because it's been like 15 years since that movie came out even more maybe um <laughs> but Django <laughs> fett gets his know. head lopped off by um by mace windu um that's the first time you get to see that. You kind of get to see that. Are you mad because Sam Jackson killed your clone daddy? Dude, Sam Jackson is my daddy. <laughs> clone daddy. <laughs> it's it's a fight between your two daddies, right? So, like, your dad and your dad start fighting. That's what that fight was. Okay. And Mace Windu is just an overpowered Jedi. And, I mean, Jango Fett shouldn't have picked that fight. Reason. Yeah, there, literally, he just didn't have to jump down. Like, he was spawn-killed. As soon as he jumped into the <laughs> arena, he got killed by Mace Windu. I was like, you shouldn't have picked that fight, buddy. You literally could have just been like, nah, I'm not going down there. It was like 20 <laughs> Jedis against one Mandalorian. Who, who do you think was going to win? And technically, I don't think Jango Fett is a Mandalorian. No, they talked about that. Yeah. Or, well, uh, no, he's a Mandalorian. Yeah, he, he's, Mandalorian. Yeah, he's, he's a... Called. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, um, the actor for Django Fett, one of my favorite actors. For those who don't know, he played in Aquaman as Aquaman's dad. Um, he returned in oh. uh, The Mandalorian, the series, um, as himself, as uh, Boba Fett. This is the first time that Boba Fett was played by Django Fett's actor. Um, beautiful re-rendition of mandalorian storylines i have a mandalorian in my campaign i actually have two mandalorians one playable character one non-playable character um Eeks. jake here he really loves the slave one so we might get him a firefly um are you excited for um uh book of boba fett coming out in december um i i try not to get too hyped about it because um i don't want to see any spoilers i'm gonna go raw dog it it's Disney Plus, so it's not like, you know, watch it on your own time, yeah. but, you know, yeah. I recommend watching it, like, right what away. What is it about December what? Ah, I forget. I thought it was December 13th, but I don't it know. It might be. It might come out when Spider-Man comes out. Dude. Maybe. FNAF, all jump scares, 1-UCN. Gross. I'm not watching that. That's a three-minute video of just... <laughs> Why not one wow. through HW? Headphone warnings on that one. You should have put headphone warnings. Or <laughs> you did that one. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's an older video. That's why, Ezra. Well, get those older videos off your recommended. Okay. Screw Five Nights at Freddy's. Game sucks. It was all about One Night at Flumpties. That best series... Two games, beautiful. 
Enough said. One Night at Flumpty's 3 is still on the way. Yep. Maybe. Still on the way. Joke about that, Nick. Uh, it was supposed to come out like, what, six years ago? It hasn't come out yet. And it just says that it's in the making, on the way. Or is, is fanverse still operational? I don't know. Yeah. You might as well be speaking Japanese to me. So to, to, up, to, to translate things for you. So there's a game called One Night at Flumpty's. It was a FNAF clone. Personally, I think it was one of the best FNAF clones. Uh, yes. I don't... You'll have to... That's have, not an opinion. Okay. Uh, you'll have to, Ezra, you'll have to help me explain it, because I have no idea, like, where it came from, where it, like, originated from, who inspired someone to make this kind of game. Um, um but if I remember correctly, it's pretty heavily inspired by, like, Adventure Time, I want to say? That makes a lot of sense. Okay, I like it a lot more now. But essentially, what, what it was, it, it like I said, it was a Five Nights at Freddy's clone, one of the best Five Nights at Freddy's clone made by a fan. Um, but it was all cartoon. Um, and the main antagonist, his name was Flumpty. He was an egg. You know, play off of Humpty Dumpty. But then there was also this uh, dude with like a rectangle head and a, and a party hat. Um, there was another dude that was like... What was he? A beaver? And he sat on the toilet? Yeah, it was a beaver. He oh, sat- uh... Jake, Ezra. Um, it's apparently coming out on Halloween three. Really? Apparently. I will be. That's okay. Going back to hype. It was a fun fan made game, but I mean, it was just Nick. the The whole game was weird, but it was enjoyable. It was enjoyably weird, and it was only one night. That was why it's called One Night at Flumpty's. And it was only one night, but it was a really long night. So you had to like. You had to play through it. It was longer than any Five Nights at Freddy's night. <laughs> yeah, the Five Nights at Freddy's nights are like, what? Uh, Five three minutes? minutes 15? Oh, three minutes, yeah. Um, One Night at Flumpty's night is like... An hour. I th- no, not an hour. I think it might be like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, it's stressful, too. And there's Red Man, who's like a bunch of eyes or something. Was, wasn't it wasn't it that you had to like the monitor things that you had to keep track of were red man and beaver yeah because red man and and uh the clown because the clown popped through a hole in the wall but yeah he only moved if you picked your monitor up yeah at all yeah so he was he, he was like uh Bonnie is sort of in ultimate custom night where you don't want to look at him where you don't want to pull up the monitor yeah. because of him it was it was a freaking awesome fan made game i recently yeah. played through it on my second youtube channel which you should also should subscribe to even the people listening youtube.com slash jakes great no spaces um, i see how it is <laughs> and uh youtube.com slash mr ezerman obviously everyone no to go see cut that <laughs> 10 year old Ezra <laughs> nobody, I can't delete that channel nobody's gonna subscribe to it Ezra <laughs> Maybe I can't Nick. delete that channel <laughs> but what's it? send me the link big uh, do I have your permission Ezra to send Nick the link I guess. no you don't need to send it <laughs> he said I guess I got permission 
I can't delete that channel because it's linked to my Yahoo mail. <laughs> That's amazing. And I haven't opened my Yahoo mail in about 15 years. Did you did you make it to make it or did you like make it to spite me or something? I don't know. I felt I like you know. did. I felt like cuz Nick, if you don't know, my YouTube channel is old. Like, I had it since I was a kid, right? Um, yeah, 625. Yeah, it, was, it used to be called Shulness 625. Um, and, like, I think Ezra made the his Mr. Ezra Man to, uh, to essentially mock me, to spite me, spite my channel. <laughs> Nah, it was it was just like I had content, some content in my brain, and I was like, I have to put this content on the internet. There is no other thing I could possibly do. The one thing you did was challenged me uh, to a pencil breaking contest or something. Yeah, like that. I I could kick your ass even today. I made a pencil breaking video because back in the day, Ezra was super obsessed with. Uh, um, breaking pencils on the forehead. Oh my goodness! You obsessed. Just, you took a widow. Was, you took something I did as like a party trick, but it wouldn't impress anyone. No, nah, he, he just took a wooden pencil and smashed it against his forehead and broke it in half. Like it was so easy, anyone could do it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend doing it because you know it's painful and you get brain damage if you do it hard enough. But like Ezra got ridiculous with it. He used to like do like four at a time. Yeah, and the thing was, I believe in your video you do like three. It was twice. No, 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 I know, but was it one pencil? Yeah, I just, I okay, attempted yeah, yeah. to, I attempted, was... I missed the first time, and then the second time I got it. And then, and then my video, video, you did it on the first not time. break a pencil twice and call it the pencil trick. <laughs> this is the pencil trick. <laughs> You said exactly that! Oh my god, it's so gross. <laughs> my god. And then what do I say at the end? I forget. It's been forever. I, I repeat like one word like four times at the end. Yeah, I wait. sup! Sup was my word at the time. Yeah, you're like sup, 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 sup. I, I like hold the cam- like hold the camera upward while I'm looking down at it and I go Sup, 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 and then I end the video. <laughs> so sounds like a channel that I would definitely love. <laughs> yeah, YouTube nine years ago was a different vibe. Um, a vibe of no, shame. I just something just came to my head, um, and not to interrupt your guys. Oh, go ahead. Like, We're just nonsense talking at the moment. Nonsense that you guys are throwing out there. I just remembered something that I'm super hyped about right now, and it's uh, Seb McKinnon, uh, my favorite artist for Magic: The Gathering, has uh, released his playmats, his limited edition, and I just got a confirmation the other day that he's locking in addresses so that he can send them out to people. He finally finished signing them. Are you one of those addresses? I am one of those addresses. He's sending me two playmats specifically signed by him and are one of a kind not one of a kind, but um, specific to this particular Kickstarter that I went through. 
That's and cool. oh my goodness, the most beautiful mats. I have one of his right now. I have his Eldraine one. Um, but I'm going to be getting Force of Despair and Sword of Temptation. That's pretty cool. My last video on my YouTube channel was posted four months ago, and it's Who's Your Daddy Playtest. <laughs> Dang. Let me make YouTube videos again. I don't have an editing program anymore, so that's like the one thing I would need to grab is an buy one. They're so expensive. They're so expensive. I played Castle Miner Z on my YouTube. What? Okay. Oh, I did Minecraft Dungeons live stream. I got 26 views. Wow. Cool. On that note, I think we should end it. We're a good hour 58 minutes since I. Hey, started recording i don't know how much that is post editing because i always say the time and it ends up being a lot shorter um after i edit it and everything especially last episode i cut a lot stuff that you know people said thanks for listening this is episode seven of uh, super nerdcasters <laughs> shut up Ah, uh, um, I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed talking. I hope we love to hear our own voices. To be fair, yeah, so do I. Um, DM your consequences of your actions. Dang. Oh, you also sent me may things may be tough now, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the nice. <laughs> I'd be hyped if that was my light at the end of the tunnel, not gonna lie. W would you? Would you? Yeah. Lord Vader himself coming to murder a bunch of innocent, uh, I say innocent with parentheses around it, um, uh, terrorists. Yeah, um, one is the rebels. Rebels come. Yep. Rebels come. <laughs>